Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Paul Maurice, the longtime coach of the Winnipeg Jets, is finalizing a three-year deal to be the head coach of the NHL's Florida Panthers. And I feel like we could spend two hours on that. And that kind of came out of nowhere. It leaves Barry Trotz going to the Winnipeg Jets, obviously. And that's another topic for another time. But this is, I talked to Panthers fans this morning, those that know, and they say this thing looks like a really good hire for the Florida Panthers. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show that seems to be very popular in the United States of America. Welcome, everybody. We're broadcasting live from the Stage Bar at Great Eagle Resort and Casino on the beautiful Satina Nation. And it's going to be a very big day. We have Charlie Wright joining us in hour one. He of the Saskatoon Blades and uh, one of the top prospects coming up for the NHL draft this summer. In Montreal, and we've got veteran CFL kicker Matt Kellett coming by in hour two as we get ready to kick off week three in the CFL. And we welcome in uh, the co-host, the president of the whole shooting match, Darren Moose Dupont. Today, Moose, I know you're ready to talk sports. It's a big, big day. How you doing this morning, my friend? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's going to be a big day. So I'm excited. Last night was awesome. And uh, yeah, good morning. You probably won't want me to say this before we get into the quick six show topics, but here's the difference between Moose and I, of which there are many differences, but here's the big one. I said, hey, do you want to go out to Canmore to our favorite little coffee house this afternoon for a strategic planning session? And he's, that's just a fancy word for coffee, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, but I got to be back. I'm going to this investment seminar later on today. You don't mind me saying that, do you? Of course not. And... Uh, and I guilted him for not inviting me, and then he invited me, and I said, this is a lot. I'd rather stick pins in my eyes than go to something like that. But I got invited to go to the Cavalry soccer game on Sunday afternoon. So the, here's the, that's the difference between me and Moose. Moose is like, I don't need to go to every Flames game. And I wanted to be at a Junior A game every night, a Dub game every night, <laughs> at NHL yes. soccer. See if you want to do the, I don't know what that <laughs> is, the business stuff, yeah, this which is, is good. Yeah, but th- this isn't the mucky muck business event this is the uh 
This is the entrepreneurs. This is the guys like slugging their way through the mud, just trying to become a muckety-muck. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Tell me how it is I will. tomorrow. Okay, so, but we are going out to the mountains this afternoon for strategic planning. So uh, watch out, everybody. World domination continues. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. Uh, by the way, it's, it's not breaking news, but I got a bell. I got a bell. I went into the Stamps store at McMahon Stadium yesterday, and the gentleman, the young gentleman working there, he said, can I help you? And I said, I heard you have cowbells here. He goes, you heard right. That's awesome. And they're always trying to pull my leg out here in Alberta. He goes, we have cowbells. And we have bull bells. And the bull bells were bigger. Oh, really? And I said, dude, 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 dude. No, but bulls don't wear horns around their neck, bells around their neck. They, bulls don't. No. Unless you'd like to be the guy to put it around the bull's neck. Would you, would you, I'm that good. <laughs> I'm good. Something you might be interested in? So anyways, I have a breaking news cowbell. Thank you, Calgary Stampeders. And don't try and BS a BSer. There is no such thing as a bull, a bull bell. Number one, Nazem Kadri scored at 12.02 of overtime, 12.02, and the Colorado Avalanche beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 Wednesday in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final to move within one win of dethroning the two-time Stanley Cup champion Lightning. Playing for the first time since June 4th, due to a thumb injury, Kadri skated in on Andre Vasilevsky and slipped a shot under the goalie's right arm to give Colorado a 3-1 series lead. That's what the Canadian press story, that's what the wire service tells you. doesn't say anything there about John Cooper, the head coach of the Lightning, almost in tears. He was so upset after the game, he couldn't even speak. The, the post-game reaction was more entertaining than the game itself. Yeah. Right? What everybody's, they're talking about this for days. And what John Cooper was so upset about was the Lightning had six skaters on the ice for overtime, uh, the winning goal. Not the entire overtime, but just the winning goal. And to be honest with you, man, I've had to watch it seven, eight, nine, ten times just to count all the players. It, it did not affect the play, as our dear, close, and personal friend Craig Button has said on TSN Sports Center. It didn't affect the play. But if you're Tampa Bay, you would be very upset about that. But then uh, the Lightning's first goal, Cernix, early on in the hockey game, like the first minute, I think. Darcy Kemper, the Colorado goalie, has his, na- his mask knocked off. And it's very hard to tell. Was it knocked off because of a shot that he took? Or Cernic clipped him in the head with his stick and knocked his mask off? And then the Lightning score. Either way, that goal shouldn't have counted. So I feel like the hockey gods evened it out. Colorado won 3-2 in overtime and are going home to potentially end it in Game 5. That's our poll question today, everybody, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Did the Tampa Bay Lightning get screwed over in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Wednesday night? And the last I saw Moose on YouTube, very small sample size, but they said, no, the Lightning never got screwed over. But life's a matter of perspective. We can talk about this later. I don't want to belabor this too long, but if you're John Cooper, yeah. You would vote yes. If you're the rest of the world, I feel like you'd vote no. But that's just me. No, of course. You know, that's the way it is. And, you know, it comes down to did it affect the game? You know, at the end of the day, that's the part that, you know, really matters. You know, if he had been, if they had had five guys instead of six, would the goal still have went in? Probably, right? Wouldn't have really changed anything. And yeah, it's a technicality, but that's the way it is. But it's just funny that you see the photos going around social media on the official score sheet. Of who was on the ice is seven, right? I mean, including Darcy Kemper. 
seven numbers down there on the official score sheet, but that's the way it goes. Uh, I got to say, I'm not done on that, but Robin watching in Prince Albert says, Rod, you need to have Bo Levi's face on the cowbell. That would be hilarious. How about this? I'm watching one of the sports network shows this morning when I went down to work out here at the Great Eagle, and I see this commercial for South Point Toyota. And there's my boy, Bo, the Stamps quarterback on there, pitching South Point Toyota. And he did, <laughs> did a good job. He didn't, didn't fumble his lines. SouthPointToyota.com. I can't, he's, a, he's in my head just like I'm in his head. At what point do we I know, end right? this? I know. It's no small thing. It's no, it's no small thing. He's it's, probably the most recognizable player in the Canadian Football League. I would think so. Now, and you're right. doesn't like me. It is no small thing. Well, it's not small. But very curious to see where this is going to go. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Pardon me. Moving on. Moving on. We have a live studio audience. How about those avalanche? Yeah. Yes. See? Live studio audience here at the Great Eagle Stage Bar. Uh, our Stanley Cup coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, as well as Rod's Rants, of which we haven't had many of those for some time. I'm going to rant about something, Moose. I'll, I'll think of something, All right, as Mark Chestnut said. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Again, Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Tell Camco guys we were talking about them today. They uh, provide, uh, they sponsor our NHL Stanley Cup coverage. To point two, Jackson Weeb went from role player to the spotlight last night when he scored three goals, including the overtime winner as the Edmonton Oil Kings defeated the host St. John Sea Dogs 4-3. We got some Oil Kings fans here. How about that? How about that? And a thrilling Memorial Cup game in St. John. The championship tournament continues tonight in St. John, New Brunswick with the unbeaten Shawinigan Cataract playing the winless Hamilton Bulldogs. Let's talk about that for a second. We sat just down here last night at the stage bar. Moose had the uh, Memorial Cup game on your phone, and we watched the Stanley Cup game on the big screen here. (laughs) Oh, Bob's your uncle. Ask me how great life is. And uh, to be honest, I think you were more into the the Memorial Cup game than I was. Yeah. Well, I had started watching it from the beginning and took a little break while we had dinner. But, you know, Edmonton got out to the 2-0 lead. And then all of a sudden, St. John's, bang, 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 three goals, and they're in front. I'm like, oh, this is what's happening. This is why the Western Hockey League doesn't win, just, you know, takes the wind out of their sails. But they battled back, tied it, and then in the overtime, what a great goal that was. And there was a fight last night, too. You don't see many fights at the Memorial Cup. You don't. Although there was a doozy. You old-timers help me out. Was uh, 19, Ty Domi and Ken Baumgartner. Would have been 1985. Wow. How about that? How about in that? the Memorial Cup. But it doesn't happen very often. Uh, but else, that was the first win by a Western Hockey League representative since 2016. And I don't know if you saw that I put on Twitter yesterday. You know, I can be a little bit of a fly in the ointment. I just like to create debate. But people get all hot and bothered. I said, don't talk to me about the WHL not winning at the Memorial Cup since 2016. The Regina Pats did it in 2018. They won twice and made it to the final. And people are coming at me, a lot of them my friends, but they're like, oh, Rod, they're the host team. It's easier for them. It's easier for them to win. They're well-rested. And ain't that friggin' easy. They were off for 43 days before the tournament. It's not that easy for them because they're not as good as the other teams. So I think it's, it's at least an even playing field. 
And clearly, uh, they don't agree with me. That's not. I just like to create debate. But people get all hot and bothered. I agree with you, Les. Everybody's on this. I'm not moving off my point. It's not, it's not a drought that goes back to 2016 yeah. when the Regina Pats won in 2018. Where are you? Settle the tie. Doesn't matter now. <laughs> Why not? Because Edmonton won last night. It's over. That's a very good point. Right? But yes, you know, when we're, as a Western Hockey League fan, you want to see Western Hockey League teams win, and we saw the Regina Pats win. It was becoming an irritating uh, trend. It was just a... Which is over now. It became, after the Pats won, it became a stat that they could keep going by technically saying the representative just to create a storyline. Right? The Western Hockey League still had teams that won, and it was the Pats. I don't count it because the Pats won, too. So that's where I stand on that. That's what I don't understand. I say these things and, like, literally get lit on fire. But then I see two pundits, one of which, well, Craig Button for sure, and I think Darren Dreger said it last night, too, on SportsCenter regarding the officiating in Game 4. Not a good look on the NHL. I'm like, how come they can say stuff like this? I'd go through their mentions, too. I'm sure they're going to get it in there, too. Who cares what the viewers are saying? I'm talking about Bill Daly or Gary. Gary calling them. What do you, what do you mean, you, not a good look at it? You're, just, you're supposed to promote the NHL. That's your job. That's how those calls go. That's how they go, right? I've never had one, but yeah. <laughs> I've had a few. That's how they would go. Our junior hockey coverage brought to you by Cavendish Farms. Proud supporters of junior hockey in Canada. It is game day in the Canadian Football League. Thank you, boys. As we kick off week three, veteran quarterback Trevor Harris will start tonight when the Montreal Alouettes host the unbeaten Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Owls' home opener. Incumbent Vernon Adams Jr., who Harris replaced in the first half of last week's 2019 road loss at the Argos, won't play due to a positive COVID test. I can't believe we're still doing that. My guess is VA feels fine, but he tested positive so he can't play. So Trevor Harris gets the start. Riders have won both of their games this season. The bet Regal betting line is Saskatchewan favored by 3.5, and I don't think I'm taking that bet. You said you were or you weren't. You go along with 3.5, Riders favored? Yeah, I'll take that. You will? Yeah, I think they... But it's fine. At, at this point, there's no right or wrong answer to that. That's right. We'll be watching it tonight, probably, if you get back from your mucky muck affair in time. But... I don't know. The Owls are a better team than their 0-2 record. They've had some bad luck. They lost here in Calgary by three in the last minute. They lost in Toronto on the kicker missing a field goal. And I just think that the Riders have had some some trouble. Uh, They're missing their veteran center tonight, Dan Clark. Logan Bandy makes his first career start at center on the offensive line. From what we understand, he's nervous going in there. And who wouldn't be? Have I sold you yet on maybe it's not a 3.5 <laughs> line favored for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? I don't know. You know it's, it's a tight line, and I think it's going to be a close game. Like, I don't think yeah. it's going to be a blowout or anything. Um, but we'll see. Saskatchewan did find a running game last week, which was good to see. They needed that with Morrow, and uh, we'll see if that can continue tonight. But with Dan Clark out, that'll be a big hole. I feel like Montreal will win it straight up. Okay. All the odds at BetRegal.ca, our exclusive betting partner, and you see Sammy Hagar is wearing the BetRegal hat. He had a late night, so he's got the hat pulled down over his... I don't know if you can see that over my shoulder or not. 
Uh, point four, Bo Bichette's second career Grand Slam lifted the Toronto Blue Jays to a 9-5 win over the Chicago White Sox Wednesday to avoid being swept by the host Alejandro, Alejandro Kirk, also homered for the second straight game. Blue Jays have today off. They open a three-game series with the Brewers in Milwaukee Friday. Point five, PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan says the PGA Tour is in an arms race it can't win with Live Golf when the weapon is Saudi-funded money. His response is to boost prize money in eight elite events and rely on his players' loyalty. The new schedule has at least an extra $50 million in prize money. Monahan outlined the new developments as Liv announced Brooks Kepka was the latest to sign. Warm-ups brought to you in part by Taco Time. They want you to know they're not tater tots, they're Mexi fries. I still not sold on that, but if they say that's the case, then that's the case. Yeah. I still haven't seen tater tots and Mexi fries in the same room together at the same time. Point six, Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder conducted a shadow investigation that sought to discredit former employees making accusations of workplace sexual harassment, hired private investigators to intimidate witnesses, and used an overseas lawsuit as a pretext to obtain phone records and emails, according to a document released by a House committee Wednesday. I know it sounds boring, but this is no small thing. The Committee on Oversight and Reform is investigating the NFL team's workplace culture following accusations of pervasive sexual harassment by team executives of women employees. It released the memo ahead of a hearing Wednesday in Washington, which featured testimony from NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Goodell told the committee that one team's culture has transformed as a result, that the team's culture has transformed as a result of the probe, and that Dan Snyder has been held accountable. Asked by Republican Rashida Tlaib out of Michigan, whether he would remove Dan Snyder as owner, Goodell said, quote, I don't have the authority to remove him. You know everybody's mind immediately went to, if you don't, who does? Yeah. The answer is an NFL owner can only be removed by a three-quarters majority vote of fellow owners. So I wanted to get that NFL point in there because when we come back, we're going to talk about that. And all these things, these quick six show topics, there's a lot going on. We're live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network. We're also live streaming on YouTube. And we're streaming sports radio 24 hours at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful day here in southern Alberta. We're at that place, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Have a look, Moose, at the outside coverage. How about that? Pretty good. Aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, and Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. And by the way, uh, before we go any further, Roger Yee is watching in Calgary, and he says, Morning, gents. Going to taco time for lunch. Getting one soft beef and a crisp be- uh, meat today. Buy one, get one 50% off. You got to love when your viewers are doing your advertising for you. Wouldn't you say, Taco Time? For the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one, half off today. (sighs) Can you eat Taco Time every day? Well, you can. The answer is, the question should be, should you eat Taco Time every day? I can do it. Oh, yeah. Burritos, they're so good. (sighs) Well, we went down to uh, Chinook Center on Tuesday and got into some tacos there. 
I get you. I get you. I said to Moose, how many tacos do you think you can put away? You're like, four. And I said, uh, I only did two because we were going to the movies. Yeah. I went, I went, I just did the popcorn at the movie. You did, you did the hot dog at the movies. I sacrificed that for a couple extra tacos. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I work out here in the gym at the Gray Eagle Stage Bar or the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. But I'm on the, I'm still on the pink drink, man. <laughs> that's, just, that's just maintenance. That's just maintenance. <laughs> maintenance. Right. I'm still on the pink drink. Ask me about it. DM me. Because I went to the movie theater. I had nibs. I had popcorn. I had peanut M&Ms. <laughs> I had a hot dog and two tacos. And as I said, I could have had a steak at the keg for less than I paid at the concession <laughs> at Landmark Cinemas. But we enjoyed it. Anyways, what we do if you're just tuning in here on Game Plus Television or live streaming on YouTube is we are the most interactive sports talk show. I would say talk show, period. Most interactive. What you want to talk about, we will talk about here. I know. Mind-blowing. Wilf is watching on Game Plus TV in Steinbach, Manitoba. And he said, John Cooper was just avoiding a fine. Uh, the viewers want to talk about Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final last night. And uh, listen, man, I don't know. I wonder why they put a, sh you know, why you shove a mic in front of my face every day because I'm not like everybody else, whether it be the fans or the media. For instance, at the end of SportsCenter, one of those shows, they're saying, oh, can't wait to hear what John Cooper has to say. Because as he left his news conference last night, he's like, I, I, I can't speak. I'm so upset, I can't speak. I did love the memes going around that were saying, stop being such a drama queen, John. And as Will said, he was just avoiding a fine. So he's like, I'll have more to say tomorrow. What's he going to say? What would he say? I don't know what else he'll say today. I really don't. What would be different? No, nothing. You know, you just, you'd be a little more articulate, maybe. Well thought out. Less emotional. Um, but I get it. Like... They've won two, right, in a row. So it's not like you're sitting here trying to win your first cup. But he's trying to do something that just does not happen in hockey. Now, win three in a row. It's a big deal. And that goal puts him down 3-1 and makes that really tough. He's trying to pull off this amazing feat, put their stamp in history. We've seen, in my lifetime, teams win back-to-back -back cups. We haven't, I haven't seen anybody win three in a row. Not in your lifetime. Not in my lifetime. This is a big deal. And now with too many men, they're down 3-1. And that becomes really now difficult for them to come back. So I get how upset he'd be because he's really close to putting to being like his name in history. Yes. So that's what a lot of people want to talk about. We said in Canada, they'll be talking about this for days. And I could go on for days. I'm just checking the chat here. People writing in, let's go Oil Kings. You got to, coffee starts at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern. We covered all of this earlier. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in and says, uh, I missed what's going on with the NFL. And Ted and Red Deer piggybacks that and says, Dan Snyder was punished. How? As far as I know, the only thing the NFL did was fire Gruden after the investigation. Dan Snyder was fined, and people help me out here. I read the article this morning, and I can't remember how much it was. Dan Snyder has been fined for the workplace harassment issues. From what I understand, I'm going to call it up here right now from what I read this morning, and I apologize that I can't remember it. But this is a pretty big deal. Like, they had the uh, hearing yesterday in Washington. And did you see the speaker? The lady, she said, Dan Snyder cared so little about this hearing that he's not even here. We invited him to be here, and he has his yacht docked off the 
coast of, I think she said Monaco. He didn't even care to be here. This Dan Snyder seems like a real... And I know. I'm, I'm more focused on what Goodell said. Here it is. Congress alleges shadow probe by commander's owner, Dan Snyder. So he bullied witnesses. He went to discredit the people accusing him. This is all stuff that I see every damn day in sports because yeah. that's what I live in. But you got to tell me that it goes on in business too. Oh, yeah. Of course. Discrediting his accusers. Okay. This is the kind of guy that we're dealing with. He's a horrible person. The NFL fined the team $10 million last year. That's the punishment that Goodell's talking about. And Snyder stepped away from day-to-day operations after Washington presented their findings to the commissioner. However, the league did not release a written report of Wilkinson's findings, a decision Roger Goodell said was intended to protect the privacy of former employees who spoke to investigators. So basically, it was a fine of $10 million. That's how we punished him. But he's still in the league. And I want to say this, frankly, do you really care? Like, and I don't say this lightly. Are you not going to watch Washington Commanders games because their owner is a loser? I'm sure Jerry Jones is not a real nice guy. But I still cheer for the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it comes down to, you know, it's pretty similar to live golf in, in a sense, right? In the Saudi-funded golf tour. You know, the money's trickling from a, a, you know, what they're saying is a bad organization into this golf tour of players we love. And we've, you know, grew up watching, and they're not bad guys. They're no, of course tour. not. They're just going, they're getting a payday, and you're playing golf, and it's competitive, and the broadcast is good, and everything's great. So in your mind, you just have to be able to separate that. When I watch TV, and I, or I watch a game, if I watch the Washington Commanders, I'm not supporting Dan Snyder. Well, you actually are. Well, <laughs> inadvert- depends how you look inadvertently, at it. for sure, somebody yes. can make that argument. But in my heart, I'm not. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm watching for my own reasons. So right. you have to have pure reasons. And you can't blame the fans for watching the team that they grew up loving because they're not thinking about that, right? Everybody's a little bit different, and everybody's not thinking the way you are. You know, hypothetically, not you specifically, but right? Trust me, I get it. So I understand that whole question of, do you even care that this is happening? I was the one that posed that question. That's what I mean. That's what I said. I understand (laughs) your question that you asked. Deshaun Watson. What kind of person clearly is this guy? Yeah. But did it bother Houston Texans fans? Or does it bother Cleveland Browns fans now? And he still, Deshaun Watson, has not been suspended by the National Football League. He still hasn't. It's... I wonder how much the leagues care about how it looks. Look at what Darren Drager and Craig Button said last night. I said it last segment. This is not a good look on the NHL that the officials are being blasted. Do the leagues really care? They say they care, but I don't think they care. They don't change. You don't think the Cleveland Browns would like a decision at some point? Sooner than later. Sooner the training camp is supposed to open in five, six weeks, and they don't know if they're going to have a quarterback. They literally don't know. And I feel like, what's Jimmy Haslam? He's the owner, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the stones to call Goodell in New York. Because you know why, in my opinion? He doesn't want to know the answer. Sometimes you just he, don't want to look under the covers, right? Well, or he's literally the- saying the longer this goes, the better it is for us. No news is good news, which it actually, I don't believe, is the case. But my point is, again, if the NFL really wanted Snyder out, could they not bully him out? This bullying goes on all the time. 
Let's take a vote. Let's go around the table. There's 31 of us. It's an odd number. So we, we should be able to reach a consensus here. Do we want Snyder in or out? Well, they will take a vote, I'm sure. And they need three quarters of the owners to vote him out. But they're going to think about a lot of things, not just is he a good guy or a bad guy. They're going to say, look, is he somebody who can represent our collective group? Because if you have so many bad owners involved that corporate partners don't want to be involved in, they may not be involved with any team because they're guilty by association. They might only be involved with the league. So the owner's got to look at this smartly and be like, is this going to hurt my business keeping him here? And then, okay, we don't think he's good for business. We want to remove him. Is he good for the, for the league? Is he putting money into the team? Is he keeping the team financially healthy? Is he playing his role? Great. How easy is it to find somebody else with deep enough pockets, with the ability to continue to shovel money in, with the willingness to lose money? Can we replace him easier? So just because we think he's a bad guy and don't want him involved doesn't mean we're going to get rid of him. There's a lot of complex layers. There's here. a lot of rich guys out there that want teams. No, no, there's a sure. lot. But there's got to be a reason Dan Snyder is still in the NFL. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Rod's rant on now. I'm not really ranting about anything, but I just think the fans don't really care about this stuff. And then any of the sponsors, like, so Dan Snyder's a loser. We've known that for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he's sitting back on his yacht, apparently off the coast of Monaco, going, yeah, I changed the name once. What more do you want? Wouldn't you think? Yeah. Well, and the other owners, the last thing I'll say is the other owners, not Jerry specifically, but Jerry Jones, Robert, all the other owners are saying, we've got to be careful here, too, because if we get rid of him, that opens precedent for somebody to get rid of me if I do something bad. Yeah. Right? So they're all looking out for, for number one at the same time. That, that happens. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, so to this, Arlen Bruce III. Thank you, Arlen, for watching. CFL, great. Two-time Grey Cup champion. Speaking of teams that changed their names, uh, Arlen says, The Pope will have mass at Commonwealth Stadium. Projects an attendance of 50,000 people. He said that's definitely a way to bless a stadium. All I want to know is, will Chris Jones be there? When is this? Did you see this in the news? I didn't. I missed The it. Pope is coming to Edmonton? That's exciting. Is Edmonton big enough for Chris Jones and the Pope? That's the question. Yes. Yeah? No, I don't know. I'm not answering the question. I don't know. That is the question. Yes, it's the question. When, the first time you said that, and this isn't to be disrespectful, but I thought you meant, oh, do you mean Chris Jones is going to bless the stadium and deliver mass? <laughs> Thank you. I'd go to that sermon. Yeah. I've been at that sermon. I have worshipped at the altar of Chris Jones. Uh, Ted and Red Deer says the NFL kicked out Jerry Richardson of the Panthers for workplace issues. Well, as far as we know, there might have been other things, but I get what you're saying. But Jerry Richardson looks like the Pope compared to Dan Snyder. Some, there's more than meets the eye. I know. There always is. Monty's watching in Saskatoon. You know Monty? Monty. He says, good morning, Rod. You forgot about the moose. Uh, one more. Jennifer says, uh, she says, I got to watch the replay of the game. I didn't see the whole game four, but Tampa's first goal was definitely questionable. I thought that as soon as the goalie loses his mask, the play is dead. 
we got to stop on that because we debated that here last night at the stage bar. Yeah. We covered this all at the start of the show. Chop, chop. You need to be here at 10 a.m. Mountain. That's when we cover everything. When we come back, Charlie Wright of the Saskatoon Blades, NHL draft prospect, will join us. We've got Matt Kellett coming up in hour two, veteran CFL kicker. It's a great show, live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Looking live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Check out the uh, events coming to the event center at GreyEagleResortandCasino.ca. A lot of hockey on the docket. Of course, uh, week three in the CFL kicks off tonight. Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Montreal Alouettes. Veteran CFL kicker Matt Kellett will be with us in hour two live here at the Grey Eagle. We'll go through all the CFL matters. But what everybody's talking about is game four of the Stanley Cup. Last night, the NHL has announced some dealings around the draft, which will go uh, with round one July 7th in Montreal. And uh, joining us to talk about the hockey, the draft, and everything else is Charlie Wright of the Saskatoon Blades. He's an old Alberta product. Joining us here in the offseason. And, uh, Charlie, thanks for the time, man. If, if you don't mind, I would assume you watched game four of the Stanley Cup final last night because you're a hockey guy. How did you feel about uh, the outcome Colorado winning in overtime 3-2? I didn't quite see the entire game, but I I caught the overtime. And uh, from what I could see, it was all Colorado in in that period. Yeah, I think the shots were 10-3. But I I just, I got to ask you this. You've been playing hockey your whole life. Six skaters on the ice. Put yourself in that situation if you were Tampa Bay. Um, How upset would you be? Did you even notice if you saw the goal? I certainly didn't. Uh, yeah, just it kind of went through the exact same thing this year on my team, actually. We uh, went down two at, uh, at the away barn and then uh, came back and ended up winning game three and then lost game four. And uh, that's a tough game to lose for sure if you're Tampa Bay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you went there. Um, I've called your games in the Western Hockey League, you with the Blades, particularly when you were in the bubble in Regina in 2020-21, and then I followed the playoff run, the brief run that it was against Moose Jaw this year. Talk about that if you don't mind. We'll get into your individual performance in a second, but for the Blades, you guys were so banged up against Moose Jaw. Take me through that series and what you recall of it. Yeah, we had a few bodies out for sure. Um, we, we struggled at the start. We didn't play, play our best games in those first two games. And then we came back to Saskatoon. I thought we had a good game three and a good game four and uh, just, just couldn't pull it out in, the, in game four in overtime. And uh, it's tough to lose at home. And that's kind of when you get into some trouble and ended up uh, not being able to win in the away barn again in game five. Well, I was in Moose Jaw uh, for Game 5, and this was the talk going into the game that your star forward, Tristan Robbins from, I think it was Clear Lake, Manitoba, was only going to play on the power play because he wasn't 100% healthy. Tell us now, Charlie, how hurt was Tristan in that series and how much did that affect what you guys were trying to do? Yeah, for sure. He's a he's a big guy to have out. We had our captain out too, Delegor Jean-Dier, our, our, our D-man, and 
Um, those are two big guys to have out. And uh, Tristan Robbins, his ankle was pretty beat up and uh, could barely skate. So he battled through what he could. And I respect, I respect him even just putting on the skates and getting out there. Well, Charlie, let's talk about you. Three seasons in Saskatoon, 40 games as, uh, as a rookie, 24 games, as I mentioned, in the bubble, which was every single game. And unfortunately, there was no playoffs that year because you guys had a great team. And then 58 games this year, and then the playoff run. Um, through your career in Saskatoon, what's it been like? Um, and how much of a player have you grown as in those three years? I absolutely love Saskatoon. Uh, they've treated me like gold. And- um, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I was stoked when they drafted me when I was, uh, 14 or 15. And, um, ever since then, they've, they've always treated me great. And I feel like I've developed a ton since 16 and, uh, I can't thank them enough for everything they've done for me. What is a draft prospects life like right now? in their draft year. I think a lot of fans would like to know that. Um, the draft is coming up, as I said, just in a couple weeks' time. What have you been going through here? There's not much you can do now, but I assume you're talking to teams. What's it been like for you since the season ended? Right, exactly what you said. Like uh, The season's over, and there's not a whole lot you can do now, so uh, you just kind of have to sit by and wait and uh, wait for that day and see how it turns out. But yeah, for sure. The teams reach out and you get to talk to them and show a bit of character because you don't get to do that on the ice. So uh, you do your best to kind of just show who you are in those moments. Charlie, who's your favorite NHL team? Growing up, I always cheered for the Flames. My parents are Flames fans, so I'd have to go with the Calgary Flames for sure. Okay, good answer. Good answer, especially as we're sitting here at the Grey Eagle, which I know, by the way, uh, you were going to try to make it to the Grey Eagle Resort for this interview, but you had things going on because I know uh, hockey players are busy in the summer, believe it or not. But have you been asked by your friends and family, how many times, who would you like to be drafted by? How many times have you been asked that? Oh, uh, quite a few times, but the answer is always the same, right? It's a dream just to get drafted growing up playing hockey in Canada, and uh, it's every kid's dream. So no matter who drafts me, I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to celebrate with my family and friends for sure yes another very good answer charlie you're clearly a very smart kid been coached well what do you have you guys planned what you're going to be doing for the draft that weekend are you going to be throwing a party or uh what have you even thought about it uh no i actually have a few skates that weekend with a old coach of mine so um just gonna go and uh, take my mind off it honestly and then if it if i go and that night I'll probably go celebrate with some buddies and family. But as of right now, I'll be skating during the draft. Good for you, Charlie. Uh, the viewers want to know, have you watched much of the Memorial Cup? And if so, what are your thoughts on the tournament so far? I haven't watched a ton. I've watched a little bit. Uh, yesterday I saw Edmonton won, and uh, they lost their game one. But I mean, that was a really hard team to play against this year, and I would, uh, I would be surprised if they don't come back and win it all. Um, I would have my money on them for sure. I'm cheering for, cheering for Edmonton and the WHL for sure. Good for you, Charlie. I think uh, for sure we all are. They are a tremendous hockey team. Well, Charlie, it's been great chatting with you. It's a pleasure to watch you play. Good luck July 7th weekend, and hopefully we can do it again after the draft, and we'll talk about that.
Absolutely. Thank you for having me on and giving me the time. You bet. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie Wright of the Saskatoon Blades, speaking from his home in Olds, Alberta. Before we break and get into a Taco Time viewer takeover, a sports update on this Thursday. The Chicago Blackhawks have promoted Megan Hunter to assistant general manager, making her the third woman to currently hold that position and fourth in NHL history. The 41-year-old spent the past two seasons as a scout and the director of hockey administration with Chicago. She joins Vancouver's Cami Granato and Emily Castangay as women currently serving as assistant GMs in the league. Paul Maurice and the Florida Panthers have finalized the deal to make him the club's next head coach. Maurice replaces Panthers interim coach Andrew Burnett. Pomo, fourth all-time in games coached in the NHL, seventh all-time in coaching wins. We might have to talk about this uh, next segment. Because not everybody in Florida, believe it or not, is excited about this hire. I think they should be. But just talking with some fans, and they, they love hockey down there. Sometimes I wonder how much they know about hockey down there. But they look at Paul Maurice and they're saying, well, he's never won anything. Well, as I just said, seventh all-time in wins. But fourth all-time in games coached. He's been around a long time, has not won a Stanley Cup. And let's be honest, it's America. Where if he ain't first, you're last. Canada's Shaden Sharp is one of the most talked about players heading into this evening's NBA draft. The 19-year-old from London, Ontario, is expected to be among the first 10 players selected in the draft despite not playing a game with his Kentucky Wildcats last season. As many as four Canadians could hear their names called tonight. The Raptors traded their first-round pick earlier this year and have just one second round selection at uh, number 33 overall and Brooke Henderson of Smith Falls Ontario was ranked 8th heading into the women's PGA Championship which is underway in Bethesda, Maryland Brooke will be joined by Maude Amie LeBlanc of Sherbrooke, Quebec at the third major of the women's golf season this sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday, also for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Viewer takeover for Taco Time is next. You're watching the RP Show live from Calgary's entertainment destination, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, on Game Plus Television. YouTube Live, of course, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Live look in at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. What a gorgeous day here in Southern Alberta. It's rocking in here already on a Thursday morning. Uh, good afternoon to our viewers out east. It is a viewer takeover time here for Taco Time. For the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one today at Taco Time. Uh, buy one, get one half off at Taco Time at the over 120 locations across Canada. we got plenty of time here. It's just me. Coming up in hour two, a veteran CFL kicker Matt Kellett will be with us. So what we do here is turn it over to you, the viewers. And so I've opened up the text line, 902-518-3033. The number's on the screen. The most interactive talk show on television and streaming is right here. Rose Henry is watching in St. Albert, Alberta. She says regarding Game 4 of the Stanley Cup last night and John Cooper's 
comments afterwards. She says, there is truly nothing more hypocritical than John Cooper talking about how difficult it is to win in the cap era. LOL. And we all know what they pulled off last year with Nikita Kucherov not playing all regular season due to cap issues and then playing in the playoffs and leading them to a Stanley Cup. I know there's something. I like John Cooper. I'm a really big fan of John Cooper. I've said it many times. My brother graduated from Notre Dame College in the exact same graduating class as John Cooper. 1986. Smart guy. Tough time feeling sorry for him. For a variety of reasons. That first goal shouldn't have counted with what they did to Darcy Kemper, Colorado's goalie. The hockey cods got even with him. But I think what a lot of fans think is, well, they've won the last two, so they'll be okay if somebody else wins. No. Go watch Boys in the Bus with Kevin Lowe. The orders, as he says, when they won five Stanley Cups in seven years. You think you own it. (laughs) We're not giving that sucker away. And he does have a right with six skaters on the ice to be upset. There's no doubt. But as is in my commentary today, which runs on Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 and soon coming to radio in Ontario, life's about perspective. And as long as there's a human element in officiating in any sport, there's going to be mistakes. There was mistakes all over the ice last night. There was mistakes by the lightning on the winning goal. But he wants to blame the refs because it's easier. Grant Scrimbit is watching in Kelowna, British Columbia. He writes in on the 902 line and he says, Good morning, Moose and Rod. It's early in the season. Being a Ryder fan, they're looking pretty good. I think Hamilton looks really good too because I believe defense wins championships. What are your opinions on who you think will win the Grey Cup? I understand it's early, just your thoughts. Great question, Grant and Kelowna. And I'll kick that around as much as I can. More with Matt when he joins us next hour, but I was reading the game notes for the game tonight. This is very exciting tonight. Beautiful summer night in Montreal. Percival Molson Stadium, 2-0 Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the 0-3 Montreal Alouettes. There are those that feel this could be a great cup preview. I think Tory Gurley, our NFL analyst, predicted this matchup tonight is a great cup uh, meeting. Montreal versus Saskatchewan, so think about that. Riders have won three in a row against the Alouettes. Um, Riders haven't started three and oh, only one time in their 112 seasons have they started three and oh, and it was 2012 and 2013. I was voice of the team. We can get into that next hour if you want. So it's a rare feat that they're looking to pull off tonight, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think Montreal is going to win the football game tonight. We'll get into the reasons why and look at all of week three. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play in hour one. There's some tremendous uh, football games this weekend. Our poll result, last I checked, for Canada's game of the week was actually Friday night's game with the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, a rematch of the last two Grey Cups. And the game that we're going to be at here Saturday in Calgary, the Stampeders and the Elks, is a huge one. And everybody's excited about what's going to go on in Vancouver on Saturday night with the Toronto Argonauts in town uh, against the BC Lions who are coming off a bye. They're the hottest story. Nathan Rourke leading all the stats categories. The young Canadian quarterback for the BC Lions. So anyways, what do I think? It could very well be a Saskatchewan-Montreal Grey Cup. So what we're looking at tonight is a Grey Cup preview on TSN. We'll talk about it all next hour. You're watching on Game Plus TV and live streaming on YouTube from Grey Eagle.
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.